When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT in-car Wi-Fi on the network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. We're now on one to four. If you miss any of the show, check out the podcast at KFIAM640.com or the iHeartRadio app. We're back with the money, too, in less than 15 minutes. Another keyword for the hour will be revealed. You follow the instructions. You could win a thousand bucks in KFI's cash refill contest. We're expecting next hour to have another update from Monterey Park on the mass shooting. If you haven't caught up, there are 11 people who died in that shooting they updated that to today and of course the search for motive continues the shooter's dead but we want the motive the one thing i will say thank god he's not going through the la county justice system since he's dead we won't have to deal with that right right that's uh and uh another guy who was uh we're not gonna have to deal with anymore is christopher baca 17 year old out of palmdale you may remember him from about a year and a half ago he was the guy who drove down a narrow street in Venice, and hit a mother who was uh, pushing her child in a stroller. And uh, she got injured but survived. The baby's okay. Uh, and, and, and George Gascon gave Christopher Baca a few months in diversionary camp. Juvenile probation camp. Yeah. That's it. Well... Uh, he was already on felony probation for poisoning a high school girl's drink at the right. time of the hit and run in Venice. So, so think about what we're dealing with. This is not somebody you give a couple of months in a light camp. Yeah. But, well, you know, that's how Gascon treats people under 18. Yeah. Well, he continued to down the, band, the bad road because he was gunned down uh, in Palmdale. Uh, let's get- After this happened, we had a chance to talk to Rachel. She just goes by that name. This is the mother we're talking about who thankfully did not suffer any serious injuries and in what appeared to be an intent by this teen 
to run her and her child down. She's agreed to talk to us now that we have the update that this uh, man or 17-year-old Christopher Baca was shot dead last week in Palmdale. Rachel! Hello, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, thanks for coming on again. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm at the park with my child. He just, of course, fell and hurt himself. Um, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, is, is, is he okay there? He 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 is. He, he, we're in Texas right now, and he hasn't napped, so it's just a, one of those days. But, so, um, oh, so you left okay. you left LA for Texas, huh? Uh, we're just in town visiting. Oh, did you leave LA though? Did you move? We did. We did. We sold our house, and we are now um, renting a house in Northern California. That's... Okay, so you did stay in states. So uh, under, I understand, and it's, it's understandable that you have mixed feelings about this update on this teenager who really could have uh, changed your life completely horribly that day. Yeah, you know, um, I got the news on Thursday night that, that he was murdered, and I was... I was at home alone with my child. My husband was already in Texas for work. And um, I just, you know, it was it was really a weird feeling. You know, it, certainly um, it was, death was something I wished for this kid, you know, before he was murdered. But, but since it's happened, it's, um, you know, it's not really what I wanted. It's not, it's not the justice that I wanted. Is it? likely, and I'm sure you thought of this too, if he had gotten treated differently by our justice system when he tried to mow you and your son down, that maybe he wouldn't have been murdered in Palmdale because maybe his life would have run a different course these last couple of years. Oh, 100%. I mean, he would, if if he had been held accountable for his actions, been, you know, given an appropriate, uh, you know, sentencing, he, he'd still be behind bars today and he'd yeah. be alive and you know what? How much longer he'd live once he got out? Who knows? But, yeah, but with um, his, he'd certainly with, be alive today. With his history of poisoning, trying to poison the girl at school, and then running you willfully running you over. This wasn't an accident. I mean, he. No. You know, it, it I'm thinking you have a remorseless psychotic who is incapable of of reforming yeah. himself. Yes. Yeah, we should you know, be. You'd he, like he, to think that a kid that. Oh, go ahead. Well, he drove off, and it was a guy in a pickup truck who uh, boxed him in to keep him at the scene yes. for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He. I mean, I, I definitely think it was an intentional act. Him. Him hitting us. That you know, you can see in the video. It's very clear. He swerves the car in our direction, and we were you know pinned up against a wall with nowhere to go. Um, lucky to survive, and you know, you would like to think that somebody that young could be influenced or rehabilitated to you know become a better person or contribute to society. I didn't have much hope for that, but he wasn't even given that opportunity because George Gascon got rid of all the programs that, that rehabilitate minors. And instead, you know, he just re-released them into society and he was back to his, his old antics and, you know, it, it, it backfired, you know, his, his whole attempt to help these minors rehabilitate by no rehabilitation is is a complete joke, you know. Yeah, he it's wants to wipe anything you've done before eighteen. Mm-hmm. He just wants to wipe out. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. It's you just that your brain isn't developed. I, I swear. I wonder if he even really believes that. I, I question if I a, any so. anybody believes that because it's never worked. And I, I think this is part of their uh, idea about just dismantling our our way of life. I really do, because I, clearly I it doesn't work. I agree with that. 
Yeah, it it, it doesn't. And he, he had the, there's like one case study that he cites, you know, as the as the whole um, you know backbone of this do nothing program, and it's been debunked by a million other publications. So there's there's just really no fact to it. No. Yeah, we, and we don't know why he was shot. We don't really know any of the circumstances behind uh, this shooting. No, he was. Um, he got into an altercation with another guy over a girl in front of a Jack in the Box, I believe. And they waited for him to walk home alone and drove by and shot him. Did you learn anything about his family life after he almost killed you and your son? Did you know anything about? I mean, did they tell you that? Well, he's had a tough life or something like that, or? Um, I believe his life's not been ideal. His father's a felon. I, I think he might be behind bars as we speak. I'm not certain of that. Um, but he has um, several felony charges on his record. The father, uh, drugs, uh, uh, yes, uh, uh, yeah. burglary, drugs, stuff like that. Yeah. Nothing like murderous, but almost um, all these guys bad. grow up without fathers. That that's the first yeah, step towards it's, this it's kind sad. of it's behavior. Sad. Yeah. It's, yeah. Now you're uh, you're okay so, phys- physically and emotionally after uh, the uh, the accident. I, I you know physically I've got three discs out of place in my back. Um, they're they're ever so slightly out of place, but I just have a constant dull pain. And then mentally I haven't I haven't gotten any help yet, but I, I need to. I I think I'm okay, but you know I I think I have a shorter fuse than I used to. <laughs> and how yeah. do you feel about getting out of Venice? I'm, I haven't looked back. It's 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 wonderful to be gone. Yeah, because it wasn't just this that had you considering the move, I guess, right? Yeah, just the neighborhood. Well, we lived in a nice neighborhood, but um, you know, during the pandemic, it really took a turn for the worse, as a lot of neighborhoods did. And and the city's just not doing anything to to keep the keep the da- the danger out of your backyard. Yeah. The only good news we can tell you, there's a new city councilwoman for that council district, and it looks like she's trying to get rid of a lot of the encampments, but we're going to keep an eye on that. Uh, did Tracy Park win? That's great. She did, yes. I certainly voted for her. All right, Rachel. Thanks yeah. for giving us the update and sharing your time with us. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. Her name is Rachel, and yes. she was on our show uh, last year to talk about the ordeal she and her son went through when a teenager deliberately tried to mow them down on the street in Venice. Uh, She was pushing a stroller. You heard her. She still has problems with the discs in her back. And he got light treatment from George Gascon, as most defendants do, particularly if you're under 18. And the update is that this person who is now 17, Christopher Bacchus, his name is dead. He was shot dead. Yeah, and he he was destined to die that way at some time. He wasn't going to live a long life, or he was going to eventually end up in prison after, uh, after killing somebody. Because right. you, you cannot survive uh, having a father who uh, ends up in prison on multiple felonies. Uh, you grow up without any strong adult su- supervision, and you grow up in a, in a criminal environment, a gang environment. You're done. And uh, I don't know if this guy was born psychotic or became psychotic, but uh, there's no fixing that brain. It's impossible. And I realize that people flinch when they hear that, and they have trouble saying it out loud themselves. I think even Rachel... Felt like she had to say the right thing about getting on the right track and getting help. But ultimately, she realized there's no help for a guy like this. And the quicker that everybody agrees on that, the better. Because then we'll just back politicians and, uh, who, who put these guys away for good. Because there is no rehabilitation. 
Absolutely not. Impossible for a guy like this. And uh, you shouldn't be afraid of feeling that way, and you shouldn't be afraid of hearing somebody say that or saying it yourself, because that's the truth. All right, we got more coming up. Your shot at $1,000. If you tune in, stay right there, get the keyword. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, well, we'll keep you up to date on the Monterey Park mass shooting. The death toll has reached 11 today. Uh, One of the survivors did pass away. We're expecting a news conference. It already got pushed from 2.30 to 3, so we don't know if it's going to come off at 3 o'clock. If it does not, we'll have reporter Alex Stone from ABC News for KFI on to talk about the latest in that uh, situation there in Monterey Park. So stay tuned to KFI for all the latest on the Monterey Park mass shooting. Well, of course, that shooter, 72 years old, way above the average age for a mass shooter. Now let's go to the extreme other end and talk about one unbelievable story, the six-year-old school shooter in Virginia. This story unfolded a couple of weeks ago. He shot his teacher, who thankfully is surviving. But a lot of people's jaws dropped. We know there are school shootings, but a six-year-old with a gun in school. Well, the Washington Post has done some digging. And boy, did we learn some things about this particular six-year-old. Didn't you know there was a story behind this? (laughs) These things always have a story. They do. They do. It looks like the uh, school... uh, bureaucrats, the administration was dismissive of the dangerousness of this six-year-old boy. Messages were provided to the Washington Post by the spouse of a rich neck elementary school teacher. And uh, it says here that the teacher wanted to remain anonymous because they fear retribution from the teacher's union in that school district. Uh, The teacher declined interview requests through the union, but here is what they learned. On one occasion, the six-year-old boy wrote a note telling a teacher he hated her and he wanted to light her on fire and watch her die. Could you imagine having a six-year-old that would write that down even? I'm one that believes in pure evil. I really do. I think there are some people that are really just born bad. Not a lot of them, but boy, if you recognize it, you better do something quick. So, um, so the teacher, I do believe in the, the omen, Damien, the child, right? Yeah, um, uh, the teacher brings the note to the administrators, and the teacher was told, drop the matter. Go away. Uh, on a second occasion, the boy throws furniture and other items in class. Students hide beneath their desks. Again, this is a six-year-old. Uh, another time, a teacher alleges the boy barricaded the doors to the classroom. They couldn't get out. Okay, the so teacher banged on the door until another teacher from across the hall forced it open from the outside. So this was three major incidents uh, that he wanted to light her on fire, watch her die, threw furniture around, everybody had to hide, and, and then uh, he barricades the doors. All right, so now you have three major incidents before he brings in the gun and shoots the teacher. Now, this is these are uh, clear symptoms of psychotic behavior. He's clearly going down the road of a mass killer early, and... Uh, what were they afraid of? Stigmatizing him? Yes. I. Well, and by the way, the special needs teacher was so overwhelmed that uh, they they couldn't find this kid, get this kid in a special uh, now, ed class. Did they tell the parents about any of this? Oh, or were the parents? Well, that's in the other denial? half of the story. The boy was under a care plan that included his mother or father attending school with him and accompanying him to class every day. 
But evil is pretty sharp. Guess what? The week of the shooting is when they stopped doing the care plan, and that's when he brought the gun to school and shot the teacher. So he just waited this out. That's how I read this. Um, I, the, the, I, remember, I, there was I mean, a rumor he had a gun that day. Yeah. There was a dispute as to whether or not they searched his backpack well, or something, but well, there was a rumor spreading around that they, he had a gun in school. They ignored all the other violent episodes he had. I mean, if the parents were showing up every day, you really couldn't stigmatize the kid any more than he's been stigmatized. Not that that should matter anyway. Some things, some people deserve stigmas. There's a reason for stigmas. Right. Because they represent danger. They represent something bad is happening here. What he should have done, I, I mean, he should have been, he probably should have been sent to a mental institution. Yeah, is what this child happened. needs real right? strong I mean, he really psychological help. I, I, mean, I mean, why do... You the, can't just mix them in with other kids in school and hope that they oh, make them a better person. And what, did, didn't the kids go home and tell all their parents? Weren't the parents complaining about this? I would imagine this was the talk of some of the school. Like, who, I, who would want, who would want this kid in their uh, child's class. In fact, nobody should have to put up with this. And I don't care uh, if he was special needs or whatever buzz phrase they use now to describe this. This, he was nuts. This is dangerous. And probably part of his brain was well beyond his years. You know, his brain may have been working on a, you know, a 10 or 11 or 12 year old level for him to be able to pull off some of these, uh, some of these actions. And the word is they did not conduct a thorough search that day, despite the rumors that the kid had a gun. One well, parent said they should have pulled the kid out of class and done a complete thorough search. Yeah. But and, they didn't, and he pulled the gun out and shot the and teacher. Of, of course, there's a crazy teacher's union involved. But this is not all that much different than the whole wave of not disciplining kids who misbehave in class, uh, not suspending them, not expelling them, right? I mean... Uh, we pretty yeah. have like uh, we we have a, uh, a a zero punishment philosophy in a lot of schools, and I guess this place went right along with it until you get to the natural conclusion where a little kid comes and, and shoots a teacher in the chest. That's what you're going to get out of that philosophy. And now they're all hiding. Now they're all refusing to talk. They're hiding behind. Well, you know, this is uh, uh, privacy rights for the students. Uh, their their medical records or their scholastic records is privacy. They and these wacky parents now they're just praying for the teacher's recovery. And they said this is the nightmare we'll live with forever. Yeah, well, you well, sh should have sent the kid to a mental institution. That's what you should have done. Honestly. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We're now on from 1 to 4. It simply means if you can't hear us live, check out the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Or go to KFIAM640.com to pick up the podcast. It's all posted up there not long after we finish the show at 4 o'clock. We're expecting a news conference on the Monterey Park mass shooting, which has claimed the lives of 11 people now is the update. But we may learn more. We'll see. We'll stay with it as long as it makes sense to do that. As John said, if it's a whole bunch of congratulations and thank yous to other departments and people. Yeah. We're, we're just warning you. We don't mean to be rude, but we don't want to waste your time. We don't want to waste our time. Yeah. Dippity Doo uh -huh. was there yesterday and today. And again, just calling for more gun laws. You know, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be nice uh, if uh, when these tragedies happen... Uh, if the police, if it, well, law enforcement, all the officials, if you're going to hold a press conference, only hold it when you have real news and information. New news and information. Yeah. Don't, don't give us endless rehashes. Everybody's heard about this story by now. If you haven't, you probably don't care, and you're probably turning it off. So uh, we, we need something new here. All right. Well, it's time to do a public service, John Cobelt. You have to start composting. Oh, for God's sakes. 
The when, city when of L.A., they... you are now required to compost your leftover foods. Do you think? Do you think there's any chance I would ever do this even once? No, but your wife will, right? No. Jen even mentioned it. I don't think she knows about it. I oh. sent her. I sent her the story. Well, today. you're going to get a bin. I guess. No, no, no. She's not going to do it. You now get the green bin, right? I don't know what your colors are. Where well, I live, it's a green. It's a smaller well, that, green that, bin that's, for the, compost. That's, the gardeners put in all the uh, lawn clippings and tree trimmings in there. Oh yeah, well that's the compost goes in there too. The food uh, does. There's going to be no compost. They uh, fruits, veggies, dairy, bread, cereal, grains, beans, meat, fish, coffee grounds, food, soil well, products. I don't eat fruits and veggies anyway. Uh, I don't think leftover, I. It said meat and fish. Meat. That's you. There is meat, no, pasta. That's you. I. W- that's all I know of that you eat. Life is really short. Pancakes. I, I am not spending even a second of my life. On some nanny state nonsense. Are you going to do this, Deborah Mark? Uh, no. I don't know. I'm thinking no, about it. I'm thinking about it. No. Only only weird religious fanatics are going to do this. All so just no plastic. So if you're eating like off paper plates or you have a pizza box with pizza crust and you throw that in there too. And they compost it. Yeah, they sure. can break that up. Sure. You, I mean, if, if your town does this, would you compost? No. My town does do this. Do you do, you do it? Do you follow? You know, I'm going to say 50-50. Oh, you're there, are, so, there, are, there are days I do it and days I don't. You're such a weenie. Yeah. If I think <laughs> of it, I do it. Well, what's the point? Uh, they claim that it's going to cut down. Cut down on, on what? On, because it's compostable, they can use it. And they, they turn it into uh, soil and stuff. They turn it to fertilizer and such. Well, if I th- Otherwise, it's just more crap in the landfill. We're, and doesn't it decay in the landfill? Not to the degree that they can make something of it. What are they going to make of it? And 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 free up more space in the landfill for the stuff they can't break down, like all your plastic. Did you crap. see that John Stossel story? I think I sent it to you the other day. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to read it. Oh, it's a, it's a good one. Uh, the headline that was about recycling, though. Well, this is another version of it. You're recycling this into uh, I don't know what. To, yeah, but to but Pete but Moss. but the but the recycling thing is about there's no market for the plastics. This is different. This is stuff that can be broken down. Into, I, I, uh, I just don't see the benefit to rotted food in a landfill or rotted food in its own pile. It's going to No, rot, rotted food gonna, in its own pile is turned into fertilizer. It's turned into a product. Have, it's turned have, into something. We have it's not a fertilizer. Waste. Well, I could always that's, use more. That's not, that's, not my, that's not my job. I'm not worried about creating more fertilizer. I, I go to the, I go to the uh, you know, Ace Hardware and I buy a bag of fertilizer. Oh, look at this. If you don't like the odor, you can layer the food with sawdust or line it with used paper towels because the no, compost trash no, gets really you know, smelly. If, if I wanted to live in Denmark, I'd move there. I'm not into like all these silly, fake, uh, you know, environmental make work nonsense jobs. I got enough to do all day. I'm not spending well, my time now you're asking the food. question I wonder about. If nobody does this, what are they going to do? I can tell you, every guy I know is not going to do this. Well, yeah, I know. every, every guy I do, right? Every guy, I'm every guy about. I know is not going to do this. Well, what if their wife asks them to? They're going to say no, or they're going to lie about it. What if their wife is watching them? No, there are ways around wives. Mm. <laughs> I have the experience doing that. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there is a huge composting facility. In a place called Hinkley, which is in San Bernardino County, not far from Barstow. And if it sounds familiar to you, 
Remember the Aaron Brockovich movie? The 2000 movie Aaron Brockovich? That was about the contaminated water? Yeah. Well, they're having a problem again up there because apparently some large company called Cinegro has got a huge composting plant up there. And wow, the people are complaining. Uh, apparently the whole place smells like poop. Well, yeah. So who wants to encourage that? They... Well, well, why am I going to give? Uh, why am I going to contribute to this some huge pile of poop-smelling garbage, so that uh, poor people have to inhale all that filth? Trucks full of green waste and sewage sludge create fire hazards, odor problems, and other violations. They ordered the company to stop accepting any new waste and clean up their act by December 31st. Well, that that's come and gone. Oh, I see. They they filed an appeal. They're asking for more time. So now they're going to get an extra three months to comply with some type of cleanup there because uh, apparently the residents. Yeah, I guess that's just not a place you want to live well, between contaminated want, water you know and what? now. A, a, because that's what people say. Well, take it out to the desert then. Well, that's what they well, did. Well, this is kind of desert area. All this is nonsense because in Stossel's story, and Stossel, if you don't remember, used to be a, uh, a network uh, reporter. Uh, there's two things you can recycle. Paper, cardboard, or aluminum, like aluminum cans. That's it. Plastic recycling is dead. That's what Greenpeace says. Plastic recycling is a dead-end street. And what Stossel writes, people think landfills are horrible polluters, but they're not. Regulations make sure that today's landfills have protective barriers so they don't leak. And they make ski hills, parks, and golf courses over the landfills. We're not running out of space. In fact, John Tierney, who's written for decades about this, says, if you think of the United States as a football field, all the garbage that we will generate in the next 1,000 years would fit inside a tiny fraction of the one-inch line. So it's, it's just hysterical nonsense. Um, Stossel says his town would save $340 million a year if it stopped recycling. But Tierney says people demand it. It's a sacrament of the green religion. And he says, there's one reason recycling fails. And that's going to be the case here. Tierney says, it's so complicated, people never learn the rules. So, and it goes on and on like that. All this, all this is silly. Plastic is very useful in a modern society, as is oil and natural gas. Uh, all this stuff is useful. Rotting food is not a danger. You put it in a landfill, you put a tarp over the landfill, you start building the next one. It's a waste of time. Oh, it says here, compost breaks down. It delivers important nutrients to the soil. Nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. So that's what they can do with yeah. the food waste, turn it into better but, soil. Yeah, but we, we, got, we got plenty of fertilizer. The commercial fertilizer industry is, is gigantic. Yeah, but many fertilizers are made from non-renewable petroleum products. There it is. So what? Fossil fuels. Yeah, so what? Well, they want to remove that. I know what they want to do, but it's hysteria. It's not based on anything necessary. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. It's tough fighting strange religions. All right, we're now on from 1 to 4, so if you missed the show live, check out the podcast at KFIAM640.com or go to the iHeartRadio app. Coming up after 3 o'clock, if we don't get a press conference, uh, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department concerning the Monterey Park mass shooting. We'll be talking to Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI 
for the latest on the story. Otherwise, the press conference allegedly is the latest. So one or the other will come up, and you'll also have a chance for money. Uh, depending on how long we stay with the press conference at 3.20, there'll be another keyword released in the KFI cash refill contest. Uh, what did you call this story? The woke trifecta. Yeah, the jackpot. Well, there is a woman in Massachusetts by the name of Catherine Clark. She is the House Minority Whip in that state. So they have a state house in Massachusetts. She's not a U.S. rep. She's a state rep. Um, she's a Democrat. And uh, her son was arrested. Uh, apparently, it's back. You know, I heard this story out of Atlanta, too. Antifa is mm-hmm. back on the streets and causing mayhem and chaos. Yeah. And they did this in Boston. Yeah. Her son, Riley Dowell, was detained by Boston police for allegedly spray painting, quote, no cop city or a cab, which stands for all cops are bastards. Hmm. Yeah. Did this on a monument in the Boston Commons. Yeah, she did a good job raising that uh, raising that kid. Well, we say that kid because um, it's her son, but apparently the son is transgender from what I understand in the story. So so. Um, all right, since he's a son now, then it was a girl transitioning to a boy, right? Yeah, but how come How come Clark tweeted out last night, my daughter was arrested? I'm confused. Uh, Clark released a statement confirming Dowell, who is transgender and goes by the name Riley, was arrested. Well, they the police are calling him Jared. Yes. I'm still so confused. I was confused too. I didn't know which way he was uh, changing. I don't. I still don't know. They have him. The mother refers to him as a daughter, but if he's but it said, trans, then it would be a son now. Well, maybe the police aren't going along with all these uh, all these new issues. Oh, they have, I see. They have him uh, in the story. It says he is expected to be arraigned in Boston Municipal Court. Oh, but the mother is saying I recognize my son as my daughter now. That's what I guess. I you're, see. That's what that's what he she put in the statement. Yes. Right. Last night my daughter was arrested. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was a another quote from her. She ended up on Meet the Press. And uh, is she is she a a, um, a state rep? She is the second highest ranking Democratic House representative. Well, how'd she end up on Meet the Press? She was asked by Chuck Todd in December what the Democrats' top legislative priorities would be for the upcoming mm. congressional session. Well, in any event. Oh, she, yeah, I guess she is U.S. House. Yeah, she's U.S. House yeah. Minority Whip. Right. I, I've never I heard of her. I was wrong. She's not a state rep. She is a U.S. rep. I've, I've never heard of her, but man, that's. Uh, she's a wokehead because she's told Chuck Todd, let me tell you what it means to be coming up as a diff- in a different generation. I remember my middle child waking up with nightmares over concerns about climate change. Wow. How much propaganda, frightening propaganda, did you feed your kid if they're waking up with nightmares over climate change? Does anybody have a kid who has climate change nightmares? Anybody? Or just in this, in this crazy house? That's and, why you think it's the trifecta, huh? Oh, yeah. We've got everything. All cops are bad. The child is part of Antifa, right? <laughs> yeah, child joins Antifa. And... I mean, what what is going on here? Like, I yeah, she's been in the House of Representatives since 2013, and she is the second, uh, the number two House Democrat. 
you know, and it was the same coverage by the wokeheads in the media. They had uh, fires in Atlanta, and there were people claiming, oh, these were nonviolent protests. You know, they were they were smashing property. It's like, what do you, what is this new game everybody's playing? Let's set fire to things. Let's let's smash things. Let's destroy property. And everybody stands around going, it's nonviolent protests. And everybody nods along. It's like, yes, it's nonviolent protest. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I've seen a picture of Riley Dowell. Now I'm looking at a picture. Waits during arraignment in court in Boston. Oh, this is from today, January 23rd. Um, I would say kind of looks almost non-binary, but very short hair. Yeah. Well, the police police department thinks he's Jared. Yeah, I'm going to say that this was a uh, male by birth trying to be uh, changing to a female. Yeah. Maybe his his ID is uh, Jared on it. All right. All right, when we come back, we'll see if they start a press conference uh, concerning the Monterey Park mass shooting. If not, we'll be talking to, we believe, Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI. If that doesn't happen either, we can give you a full update on the mass shooting, which has now claimed the lives of 11 people. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.